Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble! I don't know how to read unless it's on a ketchup bottle. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? At that point, not without beer, you gotta come back with something. The sauce is the boss. <laughs> you are listening to the Tuesday Ketchup. Y'all ready for this? It is Wednesday, May 2nd, 2018, and you're listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up, which is ironic because for the first time, we are late. Uh, this episode's coming out on a Thursday versus a Wednesday. Uh, not the Tuesday Catch-Up, probably the Wednesday Catch-Up this week, but we're moving on anyway. As always, I am your host, Chum, and joining me via Google Hangouts, four very amazing guys. From Iowa City, we got Nate. From Milwaukee, we got I don't know what you got going on over there, but it's excellent. From Montana, we got Harley, and from Stevens Point, we got Brandon. Yo, a lot happened crew. this week. What's up in everyone's life? How we doing? Nate, what'd you do this weekend? Um, first of all, I didn't think we were doing catchphrases, but that's all right. And second of all, um, I've had really bad diarrhea for the cu- last couple of days, and my poop and o- other things are getting harder by the moment. Can that's you, is that, uh, is there a transitive property of diarrhea? Because I had to have the shit so bad today on a run. I think Nate transferred it. Have Probably. Now, how Probably. bad was it, Harley? Uh, Like, DEFCON 5. Like, I was in the middle of a run, and it just hit me really hard. <laughs> and I was, like, running past these baseball diamonds and spotted a porta potty in my peripheral vision and just, like, sprinted there and just let it were you Were you sweating, not because you were running, but because of the doo-doo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. Check out this barbecue sauce, y'all. Nate is holding a gallon jug of cattle sweet Memphis barbecue sauce up to the camera. You oh, know, that's great. that's great podcast, I would say. Brandon, What's always up? so talkative. How was your weekend, man? Honestly, nothing happened. I just work, <laughs> just a basic week in Stevens Point. Whole lot of nothing. That's okay. That's a good Hayden, weekend. can you That's... describe the, the camera view of Gillis' situation? <laughs> yeah, I was just about to elaborate on that. Gillis, so all of us are recording at desks with microphones and headsets. Gillis is laying down with some Turtle Beach headphones on his bed. His eyes are barely open. He's laying back. You can see the pillow in the background. He looks absolutely rough. I mean, just terrible. I can only imagine that he's just holding his laptop full length out above his head. <laughs> <laughs> just, just having it looked like... Like one one snooze away from being knocking out teeth. <laughs> one yeah, one head not away from losing his front row. <laughs> hey, we've all been there. Yep, yep. I have, hey, I've lost a couple teeth. I'll tell that story sometime. <laughs> I honestly think everyone here has. Brandon, have you? I haven't lost any teeth. Let's see. Wow. We're, we're four out of five in this. Four group. out of five hosts Sorry. have knocked a front tooth out in their life. We are the ugliest podcast. Thank God this is audio. I believe Big none Daddy of us played too. hockey either. No, we all did it <laughs> no, doing no stupid hockey. things. I did my drinking. I was just, that's not pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not good at all. Matt, 
Yep. I saw you on Sunday. We watched the Avengers together. What did you do when you got back to Milwaukee? What were you doing the rest of the weekend? I know you and Horace Green have been kind of doing a lot of shit. So what happened over the last seven days? Uh, just booking some shows. Before I saw you, I had Fa for the first time. Oh, and so by that, I mean it was ramen. It was dope. Because <laughs> uh, I, I got the ramen section of the menu. Um, yeah, and then just doing just Milwaukee and working being uh lazy the last few days it's been I'm nice so though excited. since matt moves back in a couple weeks here back to nina we're gonna have two in-person hosts so that's gonna get great uh within three weeks we're all gonna be together on a live podcast and then horace green has an album release party and we've got the equipment we got the people so we're gonna have a live podcast that night too so it's gonna be absolutely wild can't wait to see everybody in person so that's gonna be great um, Harley, did I ask you what you did over the last seven days? I think we talked about you passing your thesis, and you really haven't done a whole lot after that, have you? No, no. I uh, have been going full relaxed mode. I took Thursday and Friday off of work. It was like 80 degrees and sunny here, just like hung down by the river. It was uh, good <laughs> shit. Get a van <laughs> down by the river. Okay, okay. I actually oh my God. pick up a van for their friend last night. So no their friend way. bought a van sight unseen, and we went and picked it up and drove it around. Down how by much? The river. <laughs> how much <laughs> denim did you find down by the river? Um. Well, I brought most of it. But no. <laughs> Canadian tuxedo. I saw one of those on campus today. It was awesome. That's a good I, look. It's a really I almost good look. like went up to the person and complimented them on it, but yeah, they were too far away. Hard just gotta ask them, hey, what Goodwill did you get that at? <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for a good Canadian tux myself. I feel like you could pull a pretty good Larry Enticer, Harley. Oh, Who's 100%. that? What? He's the guy who says, what is it, send it? I'm going to yeah. send it. Are you still going to send it? No, still send gonna it. Send it. <laughs> that's Gillis's hero. Gillis yeah. went as Larry Enticer for Halloween, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Great <laughs> guy. Oh, that's awesome. You looked real good. You were walking around in that hot venom jacket. I think, did you show up to my Halloween party wearing that? Uh, definitely, yeah. I definitely showed up. No girl understood it whatsoever. <laughs> no one. He was, just walking, he was just walking around in long hair and a denim outfit in front of this party. It was like your typical college Halloween party, so everyone was dressed slutty and all crazy. And Brandon rolls up in there with, like, the, the utility sunglasses and a full denim outfit. All the guys loved it. We're all like, let's send it. But yeah, ever, not girl magnet. No, not at all. Too much okay. denim, but not a thing. No, 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 take not that a back. Thing. Take not that a back. Thing. Go ahead, take that back. <laughs> hey, go ahead. How mute dare your mic, you, dude? <laughs> or your lack of mic. Yeah, mute mute your headphones, fool. Yeah, mute your headphones, you poor ass. Um, <laughs> this week was interesting for me. I coached in lacrosse games. Um, that was a good time. I started my weight loss challenge. I guess let's just let's give me a little update there. So, starting weight, I never sent a picture, but I will send a picture. It was two thirty-five. And I'm down to 231. So four, four pounds, not so bad, not so bad. Um, you know, Water I had weight. a breakdown. I think, I think it was Friday night. We got home at like 11 from coaching some games, and I went to Quick Trip and maxed the fuck out. It was bad. <laughs> I, corn dogs, chicken sandwich, chocolate milk, and a protein shake. Just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> if your total reaches over $10 at Quick Trip, you had a good fucking time. Well, I, just I don't know how you do that sober. Shake. I, I, I couldn't help it. I was so hungry and so sober, and I don't – so I'm saving money by not drinking, but then I'm spending it all on food because I'm a fat piece of shit and I have no self-control. Why why go to Quick Trip? Quickie Tees? Like it's Choice Land. 
yeah, it's choice land. <laughs> Dude, if you've ever been, if you've ever been under the influence, it's like the it's like the mecca. It's open twenty four hours, and there is everything. I mean, they're they're Walmart Junior. They're Walmart Junior, and they're so nice and friendly. And I'm and I know one of the guys who works there. I went to high school with them. <laughs> and last summer, Gillis and I walked in there, and I literally like drop kicked open a quick trip door, and I went, Austin Dart, where are the chicken tender melts? <laughs> And he comes out, he's like, what the, everybody, I mean, I put that quick trip on its fucking heels, silent in there, they're all just looking at me, you can hear the radio kind of faintly playing up in the background, I'm like, where are they? And Austin Dark comes out, he goes, chum, dude, and we literally dap it up in the middle of a quick trip, and he goes, I'll make you whatever you want, so he made me two fresh chicken tender melts, and I just was drunk as fuck. Is that the same night we got pulled over? No, no. No, two separate nights. Yeah, one night I was hanging out the sunroof. Every time I go to Quick Trip when I'm drunk, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The cops know that's where the riffraff stays. Especially in Nina, because there's nowhere else open. Taco yeah. Bell, like, says they're open till 1, but they shut that drive through down at, like, 1130, and they bring the B team in. You got to call them ahead of time. Oh, we'll, really... get Nargs, we'll get Nargs on the B squad at T-Bell. <laughs> yeah. He loves talking about Nick... that. Nick Argyle has the roster breakdown of who works at the Nina Taco Bell, and there's a definitely an A team and a B team. I mean, there's the reserves and then the real starters, and it's noticeable when it happens. Your beefy five layer has two layers, and it's just not good. Oh, no. <laughs> and you know us Fredericksons. We, we need our food looking good. Crisp. No, you just need it to be there in front of your face. Yeah, you're not right. <laughs> We just need more of it. I've literally seen Harley get... Uh, trapped in a pizza crust trap set by Biggs, and it was one of the funniest was, things I've ever staged. seen. That was staged. It was you not staged. You literally set the trap on like the edge, and he's just like waiting. He took snaps of each step, and it was finally it was snacked. We uh, we all worked at the same pizza place downtown. For anyone listening, we worked at the same pizza place downtown, and they make personal pizzas. But Big, our friend, we love him to death, but he never finishes his pizza. So in this case, he left a piece of crust on his plate. And Harley is notorious for reaching over and finishing people's food when they can't finish it, and/or when they're not looking. Just a real person <laughs> <laughs> eats it up. I've, I've seen so, that in action. Yeah, yeah, you've seen it in action. We all have. We all have. Um, and so Big, he knows this. He's been friends with Harley for a long time, and. We were all eating. It was the night before Thanksgiving, and Big had one piece of crust left. And so he went from putting it in the middle of his tray to the right side to the further right to just within <laughs> grasp. And then he started taking snaps. It, like Matt said, he took snaps every single step of the way. And we all, I mean, honestly, we're all just on our toes like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? And all of a sudden, he reaches over to subconsciously, takes it and eats it, and we couldn't stop laughing. I was dying. He got Harley in the little pizza trap. <laughs> it was such a pizza trap because I watched him pushing it over. I was like, "Big, I'm not eating it," and then just like not even thinking about it, just reached over and grabbed it. And started I eating. will eat you. <laughs> Freudian slip. Just oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, I Harley, got a bunch Harley of pizza eats in today, defense too. mode. He puts his arms up in his forearms to guard <laughs> his plate and like a barrier. It's actually it's hilarious. It's like a wild animal feeding <laughs> at the trough. <laughs> at the trough. Get out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> Only the strong survive. The Fredersen Trap House, you gotta protect your food. <laughs> we had BLTs tonight for dinner, and it was a madhouse. I mean, you know how many side comments are made about the bacon? We'll save some bacon for the rest of us. <laughs> how many slices is that? I mean, honestly, we have to mathematically split it. You get five full slices, or four full slices, and then one half slice. And if anybody goes over, hoo-hoo, 
baby. No, no, no. <laughs> There's hell to pay. <laughs> yeah, it's God, not I love a pretty it. thing. It's not a pretty thing at all. Um, you know, like I said, Matt and I got together on Sunday and saw Infinity War. I saw it twice. One thing that Matt did, because we were sitting there at the ending, and it's a good, it's a good movie. I'm not going to spoil anything about the movie. I would say, I will say, they did an absolutely amazing job fitting all of those characters into a movie without it being just like Disney and Marvel throwing up on a screen for two and a half hours. It was really, really well done. Um, Matt sat there and he's like, "I wonder how much it costs to get all these famous actresses, actors and actresses in the same movie." So their budget was between 350 and 400 million dollars. They stand in the first weekend made. 700 million worldwide and they Jesus. stand to make over a billion they crushed star wars force awakens by like uh, over 10 million dollars to get the biggest opening of all time so it was that's unreal what they did and i saw it twice that's how much i loved it <laughs> it was i i was customers blown away yeah i feel like the yeah. only reason that it was like actually good is because like they could have split that up into like five movies they just yep. took like the best parts of like five fucking movies and jammed it into one, and that's why it was like okay to watch. <clears throat> well, I'll say yeah. I'll say that it's way better than DC because they had what eighteen movies leading up to this, so every character was pretty well fleshed out. When you know you get Justice League, which I like Justice League, but I didn't feel as a movie. I'm like a, I like movies a lot, but I just didn't feel like I got any of the characters. I've seen Batman done better. I've seen I never got to get into the Flash except for his shitty TV show. So. And then Marvel, like, I was best friends with Captain America by the time he was back on the screen. Like, I was, like, crying. I was like, yeah, I love you so much. But I don't know. I feel like it was well done. But I get it, Nate. It was kind of – there was a lot of, a lot of action for I – can't, I can't fucking stand Ben Affleck as Batman, dude. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's horrible. It was such a terrible decision. His chin is always out of his face, like, way too far out. It was like – Crimson chin from fucking <laughs> fairly odd parents. I was a Timmy Neutron. It'd be really <laughs> funny though if they put Matt Damon in the next video as Robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I fucking hate DC. I love it, but I hate it. It was so bad. The only guy who's cool is Henry Cavill because he's yoked. I honestly exactly. just don't know how they can compete at all anymore. That I was just wait. crazy. Why yeah. bother? Well, I was like Digimon to Pokemon. I, I want to hear what Nate thought because he, you were shitting bricks after um, Black Panther. How that was like one of the best ones. Well, how did this one stand? I would say it was better than Black Panther. I there agree. I would say this is probably my second favorite Marvel movie of all time. Obviously, behind Iron Man one. Whoa! Hold on. Mm. You just. <laughs> You're, you're, <laughs> yes! You're forgetting about the Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, though. That's a good point. How are you going to rate not rate that number really one? Trap us like that. Wow. Trap us like that. He didn't, he didn't deserve number one. I'm a, I'm a strict grader on Kurt Russell. It just it's still so, 10 out of 10. It was, so yeah, it's still 10 10 out of 10 movie, right was it? It was one of the worst movies I ever saw, but it was 10 out of 10. <laughs> Kurt Russell carried the fucking thing. I mean, honestly. Um, on the topic of movies, which I was just, because I, I got really down the rabbit hole in terms of how much movies cost. Um, and so China, like they do, they like to try and produce a lot of the movies and, and stuff like that because they have to land to produce the studios or whatever that may be. Um, and none of their movies have made the top 50 in the last 10 years. So this year they unveiled an eight 
billion dollar studio complex. It's got like 70 stages, so every movie they're gonna try and film there, which is gonna be weird because our actors are gonna have to just basically fly over to China to film their movies, like those locations, because they'll have the big stages where you can have that giant pool. Uh, most movies, like the capsizing boat type movies, they're filmed in these giant water tanks with green screens all around them. It's the coolest thing. But I just thought it was wild that China spent eight billion dollars on a studio. Well, Trump, uh, most movies are actually filmed in South Africa right now. Really? Yeah, pretty much I, all of them. I thought it was See, an ATL. I heard Hollywood ATL. lost to Georgia. Georgia was doing a lot of them, but I didn't know South Africa had a big market. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Do they have, like, a big studio complex down there, same kind of thing as in China? Um, not really, but, like, the development down there is, like, it's a pretty well-developed country, but there's also so much space, so you can have somebody build something super, super cheap, like, cheaper than, like, going to right. a, a place, so... They'll just film everything, and it's good weather, so they don't really have to, like, worry about a lot of shit. So. Yep, I can see that. Yeah, I feel like it'll be those two then, because it's, it's not sustainable to try and buy land in Hollywood or use that stage time, and Atlanta's crowded already. So if you get South Africa and then China, because China's got cheap labor too, they'll just build this giant $8 billion complex, <laughs> and it's just got all these indoor stages. Like, oh, we need to make it, like, a snowy scene. They just go, okay, go to building 27 instead of actually let's fly out and do it on location, yeah. which I think maybe could damage movies, but also pretty wild that they have you know, the resources for that. Yeah, how much yen is that? <laughs> you look it up and you let me know. Right. One, two, t- three billion yen. Bitch. What the fuck? Jesus. That's not the kind of podcast we are, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, I was literally taking a guess. <laughs> One, three two, billion. three billion. <laughs> <laughs> billion. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, on the same topic of entertainment, another news story. I didn't know they did this until this year. I was talking to Harley about it over um, Google Hangouts. <laughs> hey, you still buy it over there? <laughs> oh, imagine when we're all together, boys. This is going to get absolutely outrageous. <laughs> we saw last week how two hosts went. Yeah. No, it was good. No, no, it'll be the fine. Rails. It'll be fine when we're in person. I'm not worried about it. Uh, but like I said, I was talking to Harley about this. USA Today, the big paper, they do something every year that actually has that, that has weight in the Hollywood community. They do it an SOS, a Save Our Show vote every year for series that are um, like dying or not going to be renewed, which I thought was crazy. Brandon, our one of our favorite shows, Brooklyn Nine Nine, is was on Great the voting show. list because they might chop it after season five. What? That's I'm a, a big yeah. fan of that show too. Hot take. Yeah, Brooklyn funniest show out there. Right now, one of the funniest. I'll agree. I'm a big they, fan of Last Man on Earth. Same. Love Last Man on Earth. Yeah, right after Brooklyn Nine-Nine or before. I, I don't know. I watch yeah. it on Hulu. I got the Hulu. Yeah, the Hulu hookup. Yeah, those are two good shows, dude. Yep, but both actually were on the voting. Last Man on Earth was on there as well. I believe Last Man on Earth and Brooklyn Nine-Nine were both in the middle tier. So there was the ones that were like most likely getting canceled, the soon-to-be locks, and then the On the Bubble, which were included in the vote. Um I don't believe that Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Last Man on Earth won that competition with votes. It was some sort of CBS show. But I just thought it was wild that, like, a paper holds a Save Our Show vote. I don't know. I I, I didn't get a chance to look. I just know that it doesn't – it holds some weight, but it doesn't – it's not the end-all, be-all. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, dude. Um, Also, if my internet or power cuts out, um, it's quite possible we're in the middle of a storm and – got tornadoes and shit around us. <laughs> this might be Nate's last podcast. Yeah, so I think my roommates are all in the basement. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Nate. 
Should we should we move WrestleMania up? Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quick, get it out of the way. Oh my god. Um, and then so this got me thinking. I was kind of sitting there, and I love just pounding through these current events. <laughs> Sometimes you guys just stare at me blankly when I get <laughs> like half the fun. You know, Hayden, put these current events together so we can stare at you blankly while you talk about them. Um, and so one thing that was cool though is Scotland is the first country to put a minimum price on their alcohol. Because uh, we've all blacked out on some pretty sketchy booze, like your Fleischmann, uh, your Kraken vodka. McCormick's. Gillis, Gillis, yeah, yep, yep, there it is. I knew Gillis was going to have one. <laughs> Fucking resident alcoholic on our staff here. Um, so Scotland, to deter the high-strength, kind of low-cost alcohols, basically the shit that was, like, killing people in Mexico, Scotland put a minimum price of, like, $14 a bottle or something like that. It, there's no, You cannot get cheap vodka, cheap whiskey, cheap anything over there anymore. It needs to be actually distilled or actually filtered because um, people no, are like no going potato vodka. Well, yeah, because think of it. The people who are buying it, and I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying, like, you know, you're homeless alcoholic. Do you think they're going to spring for the fucking absolute? No, they're going to be drinking <laughs> flesh out of a paper bag. Like, it's just bad. You're just adding fuel to a bad fire. And... There's a difference between drunk off absolute vodka lemonades and drunk off real vodka lemonades in the bar. And we've all been there, and it's a real fucking disaster. So you're telling me they raised the price from nine ninety nine to uh, to step it up a game to fourteen ninety nine? I think it's really... like 15 or 16 It was some conversion with U.S. What, dollars. Where, like, still, $6 is a Wait. deterrence because at that point I'm going to go to the $20 one, which could be a conspiracy, big vodka. Oh my god. Or something deep. Do we have a, what, if they do just, we have a, what if they just make the bottles bigger and then they just get more shitty? No, it's price per ounce now. It's not price. per bottle, it's price oh, okay. per ounce, but it equates to fifteen dollars for your your lowest cost bottle is now gonna be Where do they cap it? Like what's the alcohol percentage that they say it's gotta be like can you still buy like silos of beer for two dollars? <laughs> yeah. Can I get red dogs? <laughs> yes, yeah. That's some premium beer, some red dogs. <laughs> this was for hard liquor. So I think, but either way, that they say that that rule might make its way to America sometime, which is going to nope. ruin spring break for a lot of fucking kids. Uh, every state is going to fight. Okay, those, our four those locals, kids going on spring break aren't going to be deterred from $6. No. They're in Florida on vacation. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. When we were in Texas, though, I was drinking like the what is what is their national beer there? It's pretty fucking Texco or something like that. It's oh, oh Tecada. Yeah. Tecada, uh, yeah, it's Tecate. some bullshit, dude. We brought so we had when we went down to South Padre a couple years ago. We had my friend's minivan, his grandma's minivan. It literally said Grams 420 on the back, which was fucking awesome. <laughs> and so that was the license plate. So. We got in, and it had all these storage compartments, like under the seat bays that go for, underneath for the For all the weed. What? For all, <laughs> for the, all weed. the weed. Yeah, for all the weed, dude. Yeah. And so there's two things I want to tell about. But one was the fact that we had all this storage around. And so we comprised our bags as small as we could and brought, like, $400 worth of beer down with us because it's too expensive on the island. So we were rolling. Our gas mileage was, like, 14 miles per gallon on the highway because it was such a heavy car. We had six dudes, and... 14 cases of 30 racks in all, in all our bags. So it was just a disaster. Um, but the fact that you say weed brings me to the point of we were driving home and you have to go through a border checkpoint because it's pretty fucking low. You're only like five miles away from uh, Mexico. And so we pull up to the border control checkpoint. He goes, he knocks on the window. And we're all kind of half asleep except for I'm sitting in the middle back. <laughs> the border patrol guy like knocks on the window. We roll it down. He goes, all Americans in here? 
And we go, yep. And he goes, all right, have a good one. And all I wanted to do for some reason in my hangover was when he's like, all Americans in here, I was going to be like, yep, all 14 of us. And then just keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> yep, all 10 of us, the whole fam. Just keep, just keep on fucking rolling. You should be like, oh, si, sí, senor. Si, si, si. Mi cousin is in the back. Enrique, he's in the middle. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what he did. Yeah, I'll, I'll just gossip. Are that. you going to bleep that out? Bleep that out. <laughs> Edit in post. I still yeah, want to know where his, where, where his, uh, what words you bleep out and what words you don't. It just, it depends on the sound. So when, when I'm listening to it over again, if it just sounds like, I'm, like the way I, the way I recorded those lyrics and also Nate with his Tinder comments last week, it was just something that I was like, I don't think he would want that. It was just a, <laughs> oh, you bleep that? Sound. I bleep, I, I, the milkshake, the milkshake part I left, but I bleeped the, the butt, the butt. Stuff. You have to bleep it out asshole. again. No, I'm not. I just, yeah, I just, I just thought that was, I don't know. Maybe I'll put it back in. Sorry, dude. Harley, that yeah. should be your uh, soapbox. So, fight the censorship. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't censor FCC us. won't let me be. <laughs> oh, jump. That's a good one. Jump's actually relevant to today's soapbox. Yeah, too. dude. Fuck the FCC. Hashtag neutrality, <laughs> dude. Sweet. Keep fighting the good fight, Harley. Mm-hmm. I'm such a prick. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it. last thing on the current events though that I had watched Bring was Grandma this home. wild movie or wild article about um, they're only like a year away from basically the movie iRobot so it's this video and it's a robot just the torso but it's got little arms kind of coming off the torso it looks like one of it looks like Sid's toy from Toy Story if you know what I'm talking about with like the little holder mm-hmm. on the top it's just two legs mm-hmm. so they're doing rapid testing, and they're going to roll it out pretty soon. I'm pretty sure fucking Bezos is behind this. But what they're doing is they're creating a robot that's going to carry your groceries, basically do your household tasks. And if you remember the opening scene of iRobot where it's like, I was bringing her her purse, like the robot's running down the street and stuff like that, it's that close. It was a video of this torso just walking down the road with two bags of groceries all the way back to the house, which raises two questions. One, how quick is it going to take them to take over? And number two, also, wouldn't you just rob the robot, or is it going to have built-in cameras? I don't know. I kind of answered my own question. But what do you guys think? Um, I hope to God that never comes true. Uh, once, how does it, once yeah. like, artificial intelligence is in, like, everything, then I think it'll be, like, five years. But um, I'm sure, you mentioned Jeff Bezos, I'm sure he is creaming his little jorts right now about um, replacing all of his like slave workers in his warehouses with those robots that can carry boxes 100 percent. did you hear about their new inventory management system i don't know because amazon bought whole foods right yeah 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 so apparently whole foods got this new inventory management system or employee management system and people are just breaking down crying left and right there's like these trauma accounts of trying to learn this new system and people are just (laughs) sobbing it's just a mess which i feel for them i hate that that makes me so mad but i thought it was hilarious that like they just are fucking it up that bad that minimum wage employees are having to like scream and cry i just feel like how do you (laughs) fuck it up that bad Damn. Ridiculous. Also, Matt, I never got to ask you, what do you think about the robots? Do you think, you think iRobot's on its way? Oh, for sure. But I, my question was, how was it carrying groceries and walking down the street as a torso? So it it's the these lungs. two legs and then these two little hangers off the side. So apparently what it's going to do, and this is, I oh, literally watched the five-minute video. I was thinking it, up, upper half. Yeah, so you'll order from the Amazon grocery store, that bullshit they got going on, or a Whole Foods, and your little torso guy will walk in. They'll hang your order on the bags on the sides. It'll turn around and walk its ass back to your house. 
Damn. Yeah. Why? Amazon Why? is probably just fucking Skynet. They're like getting keys to your house now and your trunks to your yeah. car and they're building robots and soon they're just going to be like, oh, Seriously? we are going to take you over now. Have you seen the joke where it's like, enjoy your prime meal, prime citizen? <laughs> <laughs> That's straight up what we're coming from or, or what it, we're coming to. Well, they're trying to take social interaction completely out of the equation. They're like, why leave the house and see people? That's ridiculous. Let, why drive and interact with people? Sit in the back. Like, it's just there's so much... I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. Gillis, you look like you have some introspective thoughts over there. I am. Uh, I'm researching some robots here right now, uh, yeah. and I'm not liking what I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a problem. There's a hotel staffed by Roomba, uh, robots, and they are terrifying. Staffed by Roombas. That's like passengers, <laughs> fucking Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, the bartender who's just sliding back and forth on his little ball. That's yes. coming. Fuck that. Nope. No way. No thanks. Hey, that's a big no for me. I'll take people any day. I had a nice lady today. Mm-hmm. She, like, walked up behind me in line, and I had 40 things in my cart because I met all these just bawling out. You know how it is. And she comes up behind me with just a flower, and I'm like, Miss, you can go in front of me. That's fine. And she goes, no, no, no. I just work down the road. Like, it's no big deal. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then she started asking me about my Starbucks drink, how my day was, how old I was. I was like, this is this is why we don't need robots. This is This is, this is pleasant. To me. <laughs> You were know, you, I love people. Were you, just, people person, were you just flexing about grocery shopping at Aldi's? <laughs> yeah, I'm balling out. <laughs> you know how it number goes. One, number you know, one organic my own stuff. Number Pretty one sweet. Aldi's has great organic food. They yep, surpassed Whole Foods with number one organic food for the cheapest fucking prices. Hashtag no free ads, but go to Aldi's. <laughs> that shit be flamed. He was just flexing on the groceries, and yet he's rationed out to five and a half strips of bacon. <laughs> That's life in the Fredrickson house, dude. I'm the best grocery shopper here. When I was living in Point this past fall, I was living off. Zach and I would put thirty bucks a piece in for the month and go to Aldi's. So you had we had sixty or sixty-two dollars to buy as much food as we could for the week. So or for the month. So it was wild. I learned how to ball out on a budget. I was eating almonds for three days. Respect three meals a day. And then Wait, I came home where there's food ready available, which brings me to an embarrassing story um, about weight loss. So, <laughs> yes. um, yeah, I'm trying to lose weight. We talked about it at the beginning of the podcast. We talked about it last week. Just to refresh everyone's memory, I am to lose 15 pounds by June uh, for Andre's wedding that I'll be standing in. And if I don't lose 15 pounds, I have to pierce my ear. One of my ears. Belly button. Not my the, belly button. The Fuck gay you. one. That'll get infected, and I'll hate it, and you can't take it out once you do it for, like, four months. Not happening. So my ear. Um, moving on. So first week went okay. I had three good days. Then I balled out a quick trip, ate a bunch. So I went from 235 to 231. Now, one very incriminating thing happened to me. So Matt saw me at my best on Sunday when he picked me up. I had a vitamin water. We were having a good time. We got no snacks at the movie. We sat down, watched the whole movie, had a good time. And we get to the gym, and we're working out. And uh, as we're walking out of the gym, after a good hour, a little sweat sesh, feeling real good, I look behind me, and Matt goes, chum, what the fuck is this? He holds it up. It's a fucking hostess wrapper. <laughs> fell out of my back, my workout backpack. So <laughs> weight loss is not going well. <laughs> I'm in a bad spot. It was very funny. We worked out separately, too, so it totally just looked like Chum was hanging out in the gym eating hostesses while I was in the treadmill. 
He's downstairs in the lobby hitting the vending machines. Yeah. It was incriminating, to say the least. Yeah, it did not look good for me at all. But what are you going to do? So, uh, what is that? Four pounds down, three pounds down? What, 11 to go in a month? I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. Uh, I'm trying to cut out some carbs and sugar. I'm going to get there, man. I'm going to get there. I'm going to be trim as a bitch for this, uh, this wedding. One problem, though. I'm fitted for my tux already, so mm. if I don't lose all this weight by the time I get alterations, I'm probably screwed. I'm just going to have to hit the gym double hard. <clears throat> have you guys so seen... Get, get um, swole. Oh, sorry. Early. No, I was just commenting. Oh. Chum could get swole. The, uh, have you guys seen that Nathan for you where he goes on Jimmy Kimmel and tells about this crazy story, how he mixed up suit bat, or his suitcases, and then he's wearing, he, some guy's like, oh, don't worry, like, I don't have time to get you your bag, like, wear my suit to the wedding, and he's like, okay, sounds good, and he, wearing a suit about nine times too big, so it's like, the guy's like 6'5 <laughs> and like 350, and Nathan for you is like, I don't know, maybe five ten and like a buck fifty, and he just looks like a fucking goober. And, and maybe Chum, it, it works. It's a good conversation piece if it's way too I big. So. I'm standing the wedding. Also, one thing to note is that I won't say like actual names of the company, but Andre's marrying into a family who owns a company, whatever, whatever. And I'm good friends with him and the family, or at least I know some of the family. Um, and we talked about me working there for a long time. So I have to meet the owner of this company. And if I'm there in an oversized suit and or probably hammered, which it's an open bar with free rides back to the hotel, and I'm sure some Ooh. of that, I mean, it's, I'm going to be in a tough spot, fellas. I'm going to have Straight. to really work both sides of the angle here. It's going to be like one of those movies where I'm doing like having this crazy time in the half, and then I have to like go in the bathroom and like do the quick thing and go out and nail an interview. Like, oh, yeah, I definitely agree. Profit margins are just not that good in 2018. And then jump back into the dance floor and do the Macarena. I've got a way better plan. Hit me. Let's go. Um, body double. Ooh. Or just stunt double. <laughs> yes. So you get super drunk. You just got to get a guy to like look kind of like you, but also get yep. that, that really drunk. Yep. But you have your stunt double stay sober and talk to him and like get him drinks so he doesn't really like remember him that well. And then you yeah. can come back the next day and have the, your stunt double give you a synopsis of what happened, and you can, you can like yeah. bring it up again. Or we like we, we lapel mic him or something like that. So we yeah, all mic him. Yeah, mic him. But what time do we pull the switch off? Cause see, because I'm in the wedding, and it's going to be a pretty involved ceremony kind of thing. So at what point do I feel that everyone's had enough to drink, which I think will be okay. But let's say, what, 11.30, midnight, all of a sudden. What, whenever you feel like the the dad is like the owner is drunk enough to be like maybe a little bit uh, misjudged or like not be all there, sure. and then the time when you want to start drinking heavy. Perfect. Okay, I'll look into it. Uh, funny part: Andre is one of our regular listeners. Like he texted me today and asked me where the episode was. Uh, shouts to Andre for making me one of his groomsmen. I promise not to bring a stunt double to your wedding. Wink, wink. <laughs> there will be two stunt doubles. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have an army of me's all wearing the same suit. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, anybody else? Any crazy news stories over the week? I know one thing, the Bucks got eliminated from the playoffs, but I know I'm probably the only fan in here, and I like to mention <clears> it just because I want to see if you guys have anything to say. But the I fact watched. that we lost to shorthanded Celtics team was pretty fucking stupid. We don't Brandon, have... how did you feel about that? I was pretty pissed off. Uh, we just don't have a coach. I don't even. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Joe. It's very classic Bucks. Um, lose the first round. 
get my hopes up a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, we're getting young, we're getting better, and then just, oh, never mind. Yeah, hashtag bucks and six fell through real fucking quick. I was feeling sad. I was feeling good. You, I mean, you can't you can't win in six if you don't lose two. But then uh, just went the wrong way. Um, I'm going to a bachelor party two weekends from now. And I wanted to gauge your guys' opinion, because I know none of us are getting married in the near future, you know, prospectively. But what is your ideal bachelor party? What do you guys think would be, like, a wild, if your dream scenario kind of thing? Because I've been thinking about this a lot. Because we're, so for this bachelor party for Andre, we're going to Minnesota, the Twin Cities, and we're, we're they've got a ton of breweries. We're just going to do a bunch of brewery tours. We're going to go check out the Twins Brewers game, because it's just a good excuse to drink. Um, just a bunch of random stuff. But let's say you had unlimited budget, or within reason, a pretty unlimited budget, What's uh What's your best bachelor party idea? You think off the top of your head? I would fly with some of my boys to Vegas. Mm-hmm. In in uh, coach seats, yeah, but in the front where you get the extra leg room. Yeah. Um, the emergency exit. Emergency rows, finger straight crossing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we stay at a mid-level casino, and then get an Uber ride to um, the Fremont Street casinos and gamble there within reason and then fly home um, in the coach. Using within reason as facetious just to be a dick. In, in coach. In, in coach. <laughs> in the emergency aisle. So you get the extra leg room. So your, your, I, just to recap, your ideal bachelor party would be staying at a mediocre hotel with your boys, flying coach, <laughs> Then Uber over to the good casinos and gamble within a reason. <laughs> and then casually fly back the next day with no budget. You just spent like a thousand bucks per person. <laughs> no, we would do a day and a half at least. Very funny. I think... <laughs> I assume that I'm invited to this, I hope. <laughs> I, and I love... The, you, we we like the aisle. hangover movies. I think someone's got to <laughs> slip something into, into the drinks. Uh, yeah, I'll have to talk to uh, my credit card company and see if we can squeeze you on that month's bill. But I feel I feel like you're you're not understanding this. Bashwood doesn't pay for anything. <laughs> Chum, do you have an ideal bachelor party? Or not? Did we lose him? Did we lose our host? Yeah, he frozen. looks frozen. Harley, what about oh, you? What's shit. your what's your ideal? <laughs> getting all my friends in a dumpster <laughs> no, outside of uh, uh, Little C's I want a, a catered beach like drink on the, like drink beers on the beach all day S'mores. like yeah beach and like camp out oh hell yeah you know that gives me a solid idea uh, have you guys ever seen the movie Rat Race yeah, yeah. oh love that movie you know what the Beats. You know, at the very end, when they all just like crash land on a uh, Smash Mouth concert, <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be pretty cool. I forgot about that part until now. <laughs> the movie just got so yeah. much better. Than I, I remember that ending. Also, sorry, I'm back. Um, we we have Wi-Fi vultures. Just as bad as the food shortage, we have an internet shortage. And one of Cass's friends walked in and signed on to the Wi-Fi and immediately shut off. And I texted upstairs. I was like, "Hey." what the fuck happened? And all of a sudden she goes, sorry, we had someone go on like blah, 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 blah. Um, bunch of bandwidth yeah, hugs. Ridiculous. So yeah, when you guys get, when you, when we do in person, I'll have ethernet cables. We'll do the whole thing. So 
Um, I missed some good bachelor party ideas. I can't wait to listen to them and post. Did everybody get a chance to share what their ideal one is? Or do you... Gillis didn't. Nah. Gillis didn't, and you didn't, Joe. Okay, Gillis, go ahead. Uh, I'd have to go like kind of similar to Harley's, but I'd go up north rather than on the beach. Camp out up in the woods. Get real hammered. That'd be sweet. Um, nice. Man, I went to... I went to one where we were up north at a cabin. We rented one in Minnesota, and it was super fun because it was just 14 guys just getting, like, cabin fever hammered, just running around like crazy. <laughs> like, it, was, it was madness, and we built a slip and slide down this hill. And so I don't know. I would love that if it was good weather, kind of an up north feel. But it kind of reminded me of when earlier this fall when I was really broke, we bought a bunch of Powerball tickets, and we went down this three-hour rabbit hole of what would we do if we won the Powerball. And it got pretty elaborate to the point if it was like if we won the Powerball or had whatever, some sort of unlimited budget, we'd fly out to Vegas. for It was right around the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight time. And we'd get front row at those and watch them spend the money on the tickets. And then um, we were going to have our fantasy football draft in the Milwaukee Bucks' new stadium or in their new training facility. And, like, everyone gets different apparel. So if I was, like, rich and famous and did a bachelor party, I would do something crazy like that. Everyone goes to Vegas, which top floor. We go see some crazy event, and then we fly somewhere else. But – I think I'd go with you guys where it's like I'm I'm more into the whole I love being up north and good weather. And so if we just got like a two, a ton of inner tubes and tied them all up with a couple of coolers of beer and floated out in the middle of a lake, oh, I could spend yeah. my whole day just fucking dicking around out there. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be, that'd be a good time. Um, any other crazy news stories? I keep saying that and then I talk on my own, so I apologize for that. Nobody watches the news here, I don't yeah. think, but... Uh, I do, just because I sit at work. Oh, there you go. Fucking North Korea. Oh, Oh, yeah, North and South Korea, walking across, making amends. North Korea has agreed to denuclear. Turn those speakers around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, K-popped or something. I don't know. But I love that. (laughs) They're BFFs now. It's a good time to hear that. North Korea and South Korea coming together, having a meeting. I love the memes that are like, Donald Trump had nothing to do with this. It just (laughs) makes me laugh. Just something random happened, and we just have to shit up. No, he had nothing to do with this, which I'm I'm fine with. Um, Which he probably did not. Yeah. No, he didn't. They're probably sitting there. That was probably the topic of their conversation. How about that fucking orange man? How about him, huh? <laughs> no wonder we stay in our fucking desolate country. He's fucking crazy. Um, I felt bad last week because we talked about drunk alter egos, and then I don't know what happened if we got on a tangent. But, Nate, I heard you say a very unique name is your drunk alter ego, and what I wanted to do is kind of go around the table and talk about your drunk alter ego. And that can be either by name. So Nate has a, a persona, a character, Whereas I, I exhibit certain <laughs> behaviors. So I want to go around the table and be like, what's going on? Um, you know, what your serial, or not your serial, uh, what your drunk alter ego is. <laughs> I was going to we'll call serial Harley a serial drunk. pisser, so I fell on my own words. Uh, Nate, take yeah. it away. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> when I'm, like, pretty drunk and, like, somebody asks me, like, what my name is, and I either, A, don't want to, um, like, tell them my name, or B... I just, like, am drunk enough to, like, really fuck with them. Um, I'll say I'm Dante Fierro. And <laughs> Sounds like Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> you no. fucking just played off the... <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> and um, sometimes I'm from Canada. 
I love that. Like, what is what behavior when is you're wearing denim? Fiero exhibitor? Is it just you under a different alias? Like, I ask you who you are right now. I'm like, hey, who? What's you? What do you? What do you respond? What do you come back with? Uh, I was, hey, I'm Dante Fiero, or I'll say Dante, and usually they'll say like, they'll look at me and be like, you're not black, and <laughs> um, I'll be like, you never met a white guy named Dante? They're like, no. And sometimes they'll ask me about my last name. Sometimes they won't. And okay, sometimes yeah. I pretend to have a hurt. Sometimes <laughs> Matt, I do. Matt's on to something here. Matt's on to something here. So I walk up to you in the bar like, hey, what's your name? Dante. <laughs> you yourself talk to people like that, chum? What's your last name? Fiero. Is that Italian? Nah. <laughs> what do, you, do you go to school here? Yeah. Where are you from? <laughs> See, this is – okay, so at this point I, I have to make a uh, quick decision – to either commit to a Canadian accent <laughs> or, which or, or just, like, say, like, I'm Dante Fierro, but, like, with all my, like, normal shit. Okay. I don't really change anything unless I'm Canadian, and I do that sometimes. I would love to see you pull this out sometime, just, per- just kind of watch you work on it, so we'll keep that in the back pocket. Yeah. Um, I, I still talk to two girls who think I'm from Halifax, Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a whole fake identity Facebook. Right. He invites him over for spring break. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Uh, uh, we we made a Facebook for my roommate Jake's from Jake Jake's Take. His was Jake's Penis take. Anthony Dubinier. We have to get a we got to get a soundbite from Jake for Jake's Take because as of next week we'll have an app that has sound bites downloaded into my phone, so I'll just be able to click and play them in. Uh, Crazy Craig sound bites are about to be in abundance. Kurt Russell sound bites, and then I also want some Jake's Take. So if we have to break into that segment real quick, and she's like Jake's Take or something, you know, we should only have him do um, yes and no. And those are the only sound bites. <laughs> yes. And you just click, no. you click whatever sound bite you want. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I am overruling every argument. I go, yes. No. Yeah, what did, never what, actually call him. What did we no, we called him one time after we debated the, the plane incident for like five yeah. minutes and then you call him, you're like, Hey, what do you think of this thing? Do you think it's real or do you think it's something deeper? And you're like and he's like, What? He agreed though, he was with us. Uh, let that be let the record show. We're two for two. His response he had no was idea aliens. what we were talking about, though. <laughs> he didn't have all the facts. Yeah. We literally just called him out of the blue. He's like, hey, what do you think? <laughs> we, we did not lay out the information well. I don't want to give him any time to think about the answer. I want a true, honest yep. answer. Yep. Jakey sure. should be a guest uh, coming up soon, too, I, I yeah. would hope. Yeah. And we can, we'll be able to do calls from the soundboard. Um, next week's show. Next week's show is you, people listening out there. You've braved through five great episodes. <laughs> <laughs> are we starting? Uh, are we starting season two next week? No, 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 no. Maybe <laughs> Craig Craig Fredrickson is the the ending of season one of the mm-hmm. Tuesday Catch Up. Yeah, and then we end of the summer season. I mean, they'll just kind of keep coming. But either way, people, you've braved with us for five episodes. Next week, we're starting some some real shit. There's actually some real fun times ahead for the Tuesday Catch Up. Um, but back to it, Matt, your drunk alter ego. I, I don't have one and I'm very open for names. Uh, Dante Fierro is hard to beat. Yeah, that's, yeah, you, know, um, you don't have to have a name. Just do you exhibit, what's like your most defining characteristic that comes out when you're drunk? Uh, I feel like I get pretty down on the dance floor when I'm like browned out. <laughs> you're a big man who can wiggle, I'll tell you that. Oh, I, I, I wiggle it. Yeah. <laughs> you throw that thing around with 
no regard for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 what? The big what? wiggler. The big wiggler. <laughs> 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 oh man. All right, I like a dancer. I like a dancer. Harley, you gotta have one um, in the group. Besides being R. Kelly's like apprentice, just peeing on everything. <laughs> where do you sit when you're drunk? Uh, I'm everybody's friend. I want I want to be your friend when I'm drunk. That's a good one. Which sometimes I think is yeah, it's a double edged sword. Uh, can I do a shout out to a friend who? would probably want to be a guest on this show. They got to pay. Uh, he has the best alter ego that I've ever seen for a yes. drunk oh person. Oh my god, yes. When, yeah, when Sven gets too drunk, he turns into what we call the swan, and he just starts making, like, inaudible, like, honks <laughs> and doing, like, the most insane <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, apparently a couple years ago, he, like, went, like, sprinting and, like, jumped down the riverbank. Like, he took, like, a ten-foot fall and, like, got up and kept running, and he's, like, jumped off roofs. It's um, just fucking awesome. Harley, tell him about the mess he made in the house the other week, and then I'll tell him oh about the story that I, when I was out there. He sw- oh, yeah, he did swan when you were here. Swan's also a verb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's both a noun, we're, a verb, and an adjective. Yeah, it's very swanny. Yes, it's a very versatile word. Uh, we were sitting around the table, drinking, playing cards. Sven just, like, kept on boozing. He had a couple shots. And just, like, before we knew it, he was in swan mode. And he, like, does things for shock value. And we're all sitting there. He jumps up on the table. He was in his boxers. Like, he stripped down the- <laughs> to his Aerodynamic. boxers. Aerodynamic. Yeah. He jumped on the table, and they had one of those pull-down chandeliers. Oh, so he pulled it down. And their house is, like, kind of grody. He started, like, licking the inside and, like, looking around at everyone while he's doing it. We're all like, Sven, no, it's so gross. And he's, like, just staring. And he hops down. He grabs, like, this bag of fruity oh, pebbles. God. It so just starts like, shaking it vigorously, and then they like, started to go flying. And Joey's like, "Dude, you're making a mess!" He shakes it like more violently, then starts dumping it on his. <laughs> what? He was. It was just so crazy. And then he grabbed like a two liter of Sprite and was like shaking it up and like poured that all over the fruity pebbles on the floor. It was just. It was so. Ridiculous. Sounds like a menace. Yeah, yeah, no, just goes crazy. He gets a um, spot on my um, bachelor party for sure. Yo, yo, yeah, he's coming home. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is he more of a wild card than Hyder? Hundred percent. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Cause Hyder, no, cause I love Hyder, but like Hyder doesn't do things for the shock value. Sven, when he gets kind of drunk, Swan wants the audience. Swan, Swan needs the <laughs> Swan like, is Swan pretty damn funny. Swan needs you to see the nutsness, like. When I was with him, we went to a liquor store th- over after 3 a.m. We lost Harley going to a club. And I dr- and one of them drives home. He's like, nah, I didn't drink, whatever. So I'm with Sven's in the front seat. I'm in the middle of the back seat just yelling because I'm just hammered. We pull up to this liquor store, and Sven goes, I'm going to break in. I'm like, the fuck you are? <laughs> <laughs> so him and Joey, like, cased the joint. They never actually went in. They just pussy- they didn't pussy out. But then we convinced Harley that we got arrested or something like that. Um, but when we got back to the house, uh, Joey looks at me, and he goes, Watch, watch Sven. This is called shock value. And in the corner of my eye, I see, I see Sven climbing to the top of the couch like a fucking WWE rope. Gives her the double tap and takes flight onto the ping pong table. Does oh not break it. Just lands on top. And just, <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just gets up, shakes it off, and keeps moving. Honestly, I'm. Oh God, I hope he comes on as a guest. He's a fucking legend. I gotta give a shout out to he's a radio host on uh, KBGA eighty nine point nine FM. 
He's a swan in the pond, so the swan has <laughs> has other pursuits as well. He's on two to four on Monday afternoons. That's fucking mountain time. awesome, though, that he that he embraces it that hard. He leans in that hard. Yes, yeah, swan in the pond. Oh, yeah. So it's a swan in the pond. Um, Brandon, your drunk alter ego. Brandon, you get... You get mumbly, dude. Your voice usually turns <laughs> off at some point, and you just go, I don't fucking, I don't fucking know. So, yeah. <laughs> where's your brain? Tell me what happens in your brain. What do you think you're exhibiting? Uh, it's gone. I was just thinking to myself, you know, I don't think I'm that weird when I'm drunk, so that's probably when you know something's wrong. Um, yep. <laughs> I find myself getting lost in the music way too much. Like, I'll, I'll just sit there and just be like, just jamming, and... Definitely realize, oh, I'm the only one doing this. I'm the weirdo. Like, <laughs> I love your drunk alter ego, Brandon, because I've just seen him so much. I, he and I hung out a lot this summer. We, we... I've, seen, I've seen him. I've seen him face down on the bathroom floor. Uh, Brandon, here's my favorite drunk Brandon. He just mumbled his way into our house. Uh, we get upstairs. I slept in my bed. Brandon slept in the foot of the bed at the, on the floor. And all of a sudden, I hear this because I hadn't even turned the lights off yet. I'm still like getting ready. And Brandon like collapsed on a pile of laundry because I hadn't folded it yet. It's just there. He lays down, and all of a sudden, I hear the rum, like the strum of a guitar. <laughs> he picks up my child size guitar and just starts strumming and playing some sad fucking song and singing. He's like. I don't know why. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was 3.30 in the morning. Everyone in my house is sleeping. I'm like, Brandon, shut the fuck up. What about the time? <laughs> going, eh. He goes, I still got it. <laughs> the time I woke up. This is sad old blues. Your mom woke me up when I was in, just laying on the box. My boxers sprawled out over your ottoman in the middle of your living room, and I couldn't find my clothes. Like, my pants were nowhere to be found in and, like, Jen said something to me as she came down. Like, oh hey, uh, I'm sorry. Like, just freaking out. Like, when the hell am I closed? It was damn near ten o'clock, and Gil's just a grown man sprawled across my ottoman in just his boxers. Just like, <laughs> oh, we went to too. We went to the bar too much last year. Um, Greens is my, my summer own, home. Yeah, Greens is our summer home. Gillis snapped me a picture of our favorite bar the other day, Greens Poorhouse. I'm sure everyone who listens knows about that, but um, snapped a picture of it. And he's like. Our summer home. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't wait. We spent a lot of money. Spent I don't. A lot of time I don't know if it's my favorite though. Shooters, Shooters music selection. Yeah, Shooters really killed it. And you, you and I were so fucking lit, Brandon. We were screaming the lyrics to Blink One Eighty Two and Mr. Brightside. I honestly had no voice for almost a week after. I should. Oktoberfest. I should not have been left alone uh, to walk home that night. Uh. After that many vodka Red Bulls, I was way too drunk and way too hyped up. Oh, yeah. With, a, with 22 blocks home I had to walk. Do you, oh, boy. Do you guys remember when we all went out to the bars? I'm pretty sure everyone might have been here that was in that. but uh, or, or none of you, and I can't remember. When we all left the bar and we, we stopped at like 2 a.m. at Mama Lang's house for snacks. Oh, it was like you, Burmy, Matty. Oh, I was like the Langs, the Blankfields. We were with you, but we were all fucked up at the bar that night. That was yeah. the night before Thanksgiving two years ago. It was nuts. No, yeah, it was no, no, no. I think night. it was during the summer. I think it was the summer too because it was nice out. We, we, yeah, we hiked walked it from the hard bars. For, oh, for maybe it was summer. My bad. Double Shit. stuffed Oreos. <laughs> Cakesters! <laughs> Fucking Dang! Cakesters! Two o'clock in the fucking morning. 
steal their fucking uh, snacks. We, yeah. we grabbed so much, and we just left a trail of, <laughs> of, of M&M's, pudding packs, and whatever else we get carried down Mahler Farms, and we all like, yeah. went to our, our own houses. If we, if we actually, <laughs> if we oh, actually would have gotten caught by like a trail of crumbs... By a police officer, I would have been so pissed. They write their police report. Followed a trail of candy and breadcrumbs. And we all get a $300 littering fine. Yeah. One of of them just had a a family sized Skittle bag leaking out of their back pocket. We just followed that. It was an astonishing amount of peanut MMs we found. We had no idea. A little context on that. So the house they're all talking about, one of our friend's moms was an extreme couponer, which that's still wild. Our mom did it for a little while, Harley. You remember that? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that show was awesome, too, though. You used to get hyped, watch him go to checkout, and they've got the tallies rise. They've got $850 worth. Your blood pressure's rising. You're like, can Kathy come up with the coupons? <laughs> and like the, it leaves off on a trailer to commercial break with her going, that's not correct. So it was, literally was just shining this bright light on middle-aged women who were complete assholes to register ladies. Yeah. But <laughs> you'd be like, oh, my God, they're paying her to shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's your refund of $27. <laughs> It almost always the manager has to come out and they've got this dumbass like smirk on their face. Yep, here's forty dollars. You just got duped. And they're just it's, it's like it's like watching I think I mentioned this before, like the hangover where he's doing all the numbers where Alan's counting the cards. They're just slapping coupon after coupon. And this can be doubled in between this state and this state, it's fifteen percent off, and she's just slapping him down. And it's like this seventeen year old working the register, just like Okay. Well, Nate, do you remember what Mrs. uh Lane would always say too. She'd be like, "Nate, how much did I get this for?" And you'd go on three, ah, for free. <laughs> no, he would go for free, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was it, or I'm just making it up. That was real. Yeah, okay, that's what I that thought. Is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And you'd have to repeat it a couple times. Love, yeah. I love her to death, but she'd be like. How much did I get it for? And you go, free. And she go, how much did I get it for? Free! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was some good conversation. My drunk alter ego, you guys have all seen. One of my eyes closes up, and I just try and hit on anything that moves. You get so yeah, Igor. I, yeah, one of my eyes closes up, and I stumble, and all I do is whisper sweet nothings to anybody and everybody. Hey, when, a, just... when a dog gets hungry enough, it eats its own yeah. shit. <laughs> man's got to eat. Not all, not all princesses. Uh, what name one of those whispers that you that you would say? So, okay, I'll get you one. I, one popped into my head just now when I said sweet nothings. Uh, hey, come here, little mama, whisper in your ears. Yeah. So a couple years ago, my roommate and I were out at the bar and we were super fucked up, and we ran into this girl that had previously hit on me, but I wasn't single. And so I kind of, I was able to, like, not do anything. I was like, no, we're good. Well, I was single at this time, and she wasn't. And I think that my roommate and I were sitting there talking to her, and we just started giving her the most comments. I was like, you've always been the most beautiful girl in the world. It just was not, it wasn't good for me. And I was like, yeah, God, I don't know. These None of these stories are going to be good because they're all going to incriminate me, so I'm dancing around <laughs> some, of the nas- some of the weird shit I've said. But I've done just some weird stuff. And I always post. ask chicks to marry me. I think I've gotten married about 15 times. Like if, I was, if that was a legally binding thing to say, I'd be fucked. I think you better bleep this whole thing because once you get, uh, like, once somebody rats on you, 
you're you're going to the clink, bud. I know no. Every time I say something nice, you're going to be like, yeah, well, that's because you're just a fucking. <laughs> you have, you have, remember episode five of the Tuesday Catch Up when you told everybody? Yeah, you're a creep. You've not only <laughs> evaded taxes, but you have ten wives. <laughs> Damn it! Fifteen times. Oh God. Uh, we were gonna talk about the Hawaiian Missile Crisis, but Craig has some of the best notes on that, and he's got a lot of things to do. He wants to come on the show next week and call ducks ducks. He's gonna come on here. He's gonna fucking lay it out, Alex Jones style. One thing to be prepared for: my dad's voice gets very loud when he feels like he's being disagreed with. He's not being me. He just he gets fast and loud. So be ready for that. Um, Wait, you should tell. Okay, tell us. Uh, tell us in post what he's researching so that we can come prepared to okay, contribute. Yep, yep. I'll let you guys yeah, I'll let you guys know in post. But just so you know, that's gonna be great. Me and him are sharing a microphone. We're gonna broadcast from the upstairs uh like office space that I have instead of this downstairs room. So we're just gonna fucking let it fly. It's gonna be beautiful and I, I can't wait for you guys for that. Um <clears throat> I'm, yeah. I'm so, Is he so gonna I wanted to that? skip that tonight. I'm he he also has this thing, Chum. Would you agree that he talks like very measured? It can almost come off Super as condescending. What he's trying to well, do. Your <laughs> news says, <laughs> Don't and take she a said this. But, 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 however, yeah, no, it's gonna be great. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm very just excited. gonna agree. I think with my mom's gonna listen because my mom just wants a glimpse into the mind. Oh, I just I I just wanna uh, and be enlightened into his. Be, yeah, his be prepared conspiracies. to do more listening than talking next week. I oh, think I, Harley yeah. and I, Harley and I, will take like the brunt of, of poking certain questions, but we have to make sure we keep our tempers down because he gets me pretty fired up pretty quick. So <laughs> my blood pressure is going to be fucking fight. Movie. We're oh, coming dude, into season two hot. <laughs> season episode six. We hated okay, punches hate in the face. We should have loved. <laughs> What's up, Arya? Everyone should get to ask a question about Frederickson yep. history. Come, oh. come ready with a question for Frederickson like, history. Favorite. Uh, actually, you know what? This would be great because we do have some committed listeners who also love to talk shit to me personally. So tweet us your best questions as well for Crazy Craig. I think after six episodes, people have a good idea. And, and Andre texted me last week. He said, get your dad a microphone. So I completely agree. So tweet us <laughs> at Tuesday underscore catch up or DM us whatever your your question for next week's podcast for Craig about either Fredrickson history, a possible conspiracy, maybe just a thought on something random because this man has, has the right opinion apparently on at just about every topic. So it's going to be great. <laughs> Also, rate us five stars and make fun of Chumley, and we'll read it on air. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Also, if you Venmo, if you Venmo us five bucks, we'll shout your name out. Chum just keeps dropping them like nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll start. I'll stop name dropping for five bucks. Um, check our Patreon account out. We did get a Patreon account. It's logged to our Twitter. It's linked on our SoundCloud. Go out seriously. There. Yeah. So what we'll nice. do is for the tiers of rewards. Um, that first tier is like a five buck donation. Uh, or not a donation, five bucks for exclusive content. We'll release some of the uncut parts of episode one and also send you a can from Craig's Doomsday Stash. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's next a $20 one, next one, package. Next one is $10, I think, or 10 or 15 bucks, whatever it is. You get a can from Craig's Doomsday Cash. You get access to that new content, but we also will take a second to shout you out on air, um, or you can send in a message that you want to talk shit about us, and we'll, we'll, we'll give you a good plug. Now, number three, which, guys, I don't know if I've told you this, but I went. I go to a camp, or I lead at a camp every summer with a couple guys. Gillis, you know Onway, Harley, know Onway, whatever. Everyone knows it. But the guys are in a group chat with me, and someone linked our Patreon account to the. Uh, someone linked our Patreon account um, to the group chat and was like, 
Chum is putting down a $100 reward, or if you put $100 in, you can determine who gets to be a guest on the pass. Jake, knock it off with them goddamn chips. <laughs> <laughs> this crunch is brought to you by what kind of chips are those? Yeah, do we have a sponsor this week? We do not have a sponsor this week. Do we have a ketchup this week? Them just jalapeno. Let's go with the barbecue sauce. What was that barbecue sauce earlier? Yeah, yeah. Kettleman's barbecue sauce. We're just a sauce talk podcast. But anyway, back to it. They want. There's some pretty interesting characters that lead at that camp with us. So they want. They've got two or three people to already commit twenty bucks. They're gonna try and get a hundred dollars together and put a guest on our show, um, just to hear us talk. So if you put a hundred dollars in. And you're that fucking insane, and you think this podcast is that good, or you guys come up with a hundred bucks and you want to see someone else become a host on the podcast, do that. They become a guest for the night. I think the title of the reward is basically a host because if you pay a hundred dollars, <laughs> you pay more than any of us to come to be on this pod. So, what a, so, a, all right. So ideally, let's say like six people want to be hosts, and we're like rolling in the dough now. Even if we have one person, what are we going to do? Something reckless with that money, or are you going to do something like? That's for uh, sure. Give me a so mic. what we're going to do is continue to invest in some new mics. One for Gillis for sure. That's actually mentioned in our bios. Please help get, please yeah. help us get <laughs> Gillis a mic. Um, but besides that, we've got cables to buy for those in-person podcasts as well as some microphones to set up an actual studio. Um, a virtual recorder, which would allow us to actually not have to worry about my shitty laptop and be able to record um, using better software and have, that, have the recording be saved twice so that the editing doesn't get so bad. So there's a number of things we'll spend it on. Number two would actually be probably if we could pay, you know, some sort of – if we get some traction, we could pay other people to be guests or at least get them to be guests or um, some sort of – I don't know. We'll figure something out to do with it. But it's going to be used productively. We're not going to use it recklessly. Um, get us those uh... – <laughs> Tickets at the T Rats for our T Rats, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Gillis. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you'll be helping sponsor us to get to the T Rats to do buy a broadcast some, this time. Buy summer. some radio T shirts. Yeah, I some think. radio T shirts so we can have our uh, uh-huh. Tuesday Ketchup FM. I want some T Rats. Uh, yeah. Definitely T Rats way. We should uh, put another tier on there, two hundred and fifty, okay. and I've got the perfect prize. No, way better. A <laughs> 24-hour-long slam poetry Skype session with me <laughs> and Jake. I absolutely love that. Can we be audience members just in the background? Mm, no, it's one-on-one. Or two-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you, just you d- deeply staring in their eyes like this. I, I, will, uh, I will contribute to that as well and play yeah. uh, Dust in the Wind by Kansas for 12 hours straight. You have to record all new vocals on it though. With the same background, but you have to record no, we're, all the vocals. We're all gonna we're all gonna harmonize it the whole time. Yeah. Ooh. I also guys, I have an intro song uh in the works here. I can't wait to debut it with you guys next week. So we'll still have intro music, but we do have our own theme song. It's in the works. We'll obviously have to workshop that and make it better, but I wanted to see if we could put something together. So I'm excited for you guys to see that and hear hear that probably. Maybe not see it. Uh, uh what's the title <laughs> gonna be this week? I don't know. We're not done yet, though. We got two things left. Oh, we'll let it flush itself out. So, uh, Jersey Jersey Thursday recap. Everyone's favorite part of the show. Here's where the four of you fall asleep until WrestleMania. <laughs> Cannot wait. <laughs> this episode was crazy because, like I said, I don't know. You guys are probably hanging out at the edge of your seats. Ronnie, Ron, Ron, Ron was going to do something bad. He's about to, Ron, 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 Ron Juice. Juice was about to cause Ronnie to cheat in the bathroom with that French girl. 
Oh. Um, and so the in, the episode opens up with Paulie walking up the stairs and banging on the door, and he goes, "It's not worth it, bro. It ain't worth it." Oh. And he walks out and he goes, "Yikes, bro! Ronnie smashes." <laughs> but he wasn't apparently. So Ronnie takes this girl outside and does like the typical guy who almost cheated or basically did something that's considered cheating without cheating. And he's sitting there, he's like, "I just think you're beautiful, but I, I you gotta go home. I'm sorry." And he like puts her in a cab and goes in. And Ronnie comes in and he sits down, and everybody's silent. It's, like, super awkward. Like, your friends are holding you accountable, which is so wild because Jersey Shore has never held anybody accountable. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, this grown-up version of a show. But they're all sitting there, and someone calls him out on his behavior, and Ron goes, you know, it's just it's hard saying no when every girl in the club wants you. And he was dead serious, like 100% serious. Good for him. Um, which this all culminates about five minutes in where someone's like, what's going on with you, Ron? You're not the same. And he admits to still being in love with Sammy Sweetheart. Oh, man. How much do you think they paid him to say that? Oh, so much. This is all a gimmick. I, all gimmick. He's got to get money for his baby mama. <laughs> so so him and him and Snooky, because he's, like, spiraling, and they keep calling each other spiral partners, they stay up all night, 24 hours straight, and they go to the bar at 9 in the morning and get these, like, tequila sunrises, and they just get <laughs> fucked up. Like, they're housed by 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Um and they're supposed to be going on a yacht. So enter my favorite part of the original series, which is Pauly D's, oh, yeah, wake up, yeah. <laughs> so he wakes up everyone in the house <laughs> to get ready for the yacht, which I loved. Um, and they go on it. Um, but before that, when Ronnie and Snooky were about to leave the bar, Ronnie's sitting there crying because he, like, did something bad to his girl, but he's crying. He's got a balloon hat on, and he's got a tequila <laughs> drink, and he's literally sobbing on camera. And you can hear him sniffling and everything. It was absolutely wild. Um, and then, so they get on the yacht, and Vinny and Pauly, they get on a jet ski together. He's like, I'm taking a jet ski ride with my girlfriend, Vinny. <laughs> so they get on there together, and they're, like, holding the life jackets, and MTV flashes a montage of all the sweet moments of their bromance for the last six years. <laughs> and it's set to, uh, it's set to like some sort of 2000s love pop song, which is great. Um, couple things to note. Mike, the situation, uh, always <coughs> eating. I mean, always eating. This literally, the entire time during the drama, he's in the back eating. Like, they must have paid these guys to boister up these stereotypes, but I eat it up because I love junk TV. Like, I can't get enough of it. Um... <laughs> And then at the end, this is the funniest part, and the only highlight I'll bring up is, so Ronnie and Mike kind of get into it a little bit. It's like friendly barbing. So you know the two friends in a friend group who are forced to be friends, but they don't really like each other? Uh, these two guys were, were kind of in that. Yeah, I love that. Whenever I give that pause and no one says anything, I'm going to acknowledge that. Nice. Sweet song. So we've all been there, right? You have the, the two friends in the friend group who, like, whenever they're around, you're kind of on your toes because they're supposed to be friends, but they'll start talking shit, and it gets heated quick. Uh, <laughs> Mike starts calling Ronnie like a bunch of names, and Ronnie just gets heated and comes back. He calls Mike the probation. <laughs> he calls it Mike the incarceration. <laughs> Mike the taxation. <laughs> oh, God. The whole, just all these names. So it was amazing. Um, and that that's that was a good episode. So I don't know what's gonna happen next episode. The the cliffhanger was Ronnie went to call his girlfriend, and his girlfriend just didn't pick up the phone. She won't answer him. And apparently the paparazzi was in the club, got pictures of him with the French girl. Bada bing, bada boom, bad stuff happening. Mm -hmm. So that wraps up Thursday, Thursday, Yikes. everyone's favorite segment. Um, a little segue, Harley. You know, me and you talked off the call. You're not very confident in your hashtags, which you should be. You should find one you're confident in. I but Harley's it. got his soapbox. Right, Harley's right. attack on the common man. 
I got um, a soapbox. So we're gonna give the floor to Harley to give us his uh, his hashtag and his spiel. Give me literally four seconds. I'm grabbing a visual aid. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. If he puts on, if he does another Spider-Man impression, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, I'm back. <laughs> All right, you guys, can you see this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The LG Rumor slide keyboard. Yes. Uh, this week's hashtag is hashtag about to. <laughs> um, this is uh, this iPhone is gonna go into retirement soon, and so I have two soapboxes to stand on. One is planned obsolescence. I hate the fact that iPhones are literally designed to break. Uh, when you're a cheap hippie like me, you need a phone that can have a battery life that lasts like four days, like a flip phone, and uh, <laughs> yep. it's low maintenance. And then also, some of the reading this week, I, much like my dad, can get conspiratorial, but there was a piece in The Nation about how the FCC, basically the chairman of the cell phone industry, like, commissioned this study. The lead scientist find out, finds out that cell phones are, like, increasing the risk for cancer, and they fire him, and then that guy becomes the FCC commissioner. <laughs> See ya! <laughs> so, the guy who fired him becomes the commissioner. And so, like, there's, like... Literally, like, a 10-page article on all these conflicts of interest and, like, covered-up science. So, better safe than sorry. I'm switching back to the LG rumor. Uh, that's oh, yeah. What's the hashtag about, of that? I love that, though. About to hey, flip. About to flip, baby. About to flip. Hashtag about hashtag, to flip. Hashtag, I like that. Hashtag, hashtag about to flip. Hashtag support our Patreon. Hashtag <laughs> slam poetry. Hashtag. Thursday, Thursday. Hashtag pause for piercings. Keep that hashtag up. For every hashtag, I do a push-up. Has, <laughs> has, any, has anyone hashtagged us yet? Um, uh, no, yes, I think 40. <laughs> what? We have to at least pretend like people are listening. Nobody wants yeah, to be oh, the it's, first it's the, it's, the on, it's the ongoing joke. <laughs> it's like the entourage effect. If you pretend that you're famous, people yeah, think you're famous. We just yeah, got to do that. Wait, I, I have a question for pounds for piercing. Yeah, what's up? Um, are you getting the piercing? So the goal is to lose the weight by the wedding. If you don't lose it yeah. by the wedding, are you getting it pierced for the wedding? Oh. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it should be before because that's the real consequence. Mm -hmm. No, the real consequence is the fact that I meant to get my mm -hmm. ear pierced. That sucks. Yeah, you uh, found a lot of ass <laughs> Yeah, I'm not getting a job, though. Remember, we just talked about this, fellas. <laughs> Wait, why do people care about earrings for what jobs? What if he has Harley, an earring? We, so Harley and I have had this debate so much because we talked about tattoos and long hair and all this shit. And he just always discourages me because, well, why does it matter? I don't know because it does. I, I don't get to make that distinction. <laughs> what if you get a gauge? Maybe that's more tasteful. I think, are, we gauging, are we gauging your nipple? I think Chum gets the, the top ta the top Ooh, the uh, bar. ear pierce, like the bar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the little yeah. ring. supposed to do headaches. Or the feather. I want him to get the like '80s feather. Wear oh, wear yeah. some big hoops. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. All right. Hashtag about to flip. That was a great soapbox. Um, as always, you know, keep up the good fight. We're trying to stand up for the common man here as a podcast, and not let the big man keep us down. And Harley Harley helps keep our podcast grounded with our growing fan base. Fight big, big ketchup. Hashtag fight big ketchup. Hashtag fight big alcohol. Hashtag fight big cellular. FCC won't let me be. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> we have so many hashtags. I honestly run out of 140 characters in about 20 seconds. I just start hashtagging our show, and then I get the link, and it's like, well, good luck. You can pick one. <laughs> uh, Hashtag moving on, Twitter. It's that time of the night, fellas. 
It's everybody's favorite segment. It's time for Russell Mania. Nate, take it away, buddy. All right, so uh, we did 3,000 miles to Graceland uh, this week. And overall, bad movie. Um, (laughs) So, uh, like, it just screams 2001. Like, the soundtrack, the editing, the camera angles, like, the effects and everything is just so 2000s. I I just, like, hate that kind of movie. I feel like it just, like, hurts my brain. Um, But, Mm -hmm. so, I honestly think that I'm going to leave my review to the first five minutes of the movie. Because okay. the rest of it <laughs> yes. is just like kind of unimportant, and I don't really care about it, and neither should you. So the first five minutes, awesome. Kurt Russell is in the first scene, which is like a first so far in yeah, WrestleMania. First step. How wait? Um, how many seconds in? Like zero. He was the first. He was <laughs> zero, the first zero, cut. Semicolon zero zero. Uh, besides, like the intro scene, or like the uh, the pre-roll. Um, so he bangs Courtney Cox. Um, and while he's nice. banging Courtney Cox, Courtney Cox's like four, like eight-year-old son uh, peeps on him, and like hangs out for a little bit and steals uh, fucking Kurt Russell's wallet like a little perv. <laughs> they are rocking the boat too. Yeah, it's they no are like... hard. Um, <laughs> then Kevin Cosner pulls up and tells Black Elvis to get in the back of the car. Um, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> okay, Courtney Cox is still a absolute babe. To this day, she was 100% agree. I'm gonna jump in movie. right there. Yep, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt Russell and Kevin Cosner were in jail together. That's how they know each other, and they definitely fucked in prison. Um, oh, there was like a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the second movie in a row. Kurt Russell's like questionably done some gay shit in jail with another man. This is a this is a given, actually. It was he pretty yeah. Explain it, explain it, because it's pretty damn funny. So Kevin Costner's sitting in a uh, taxidermy and antique shop, naturally, with about like $5 million, and he's doing a um, like sexuality quiz, and he's like circling yes or no in this magazine, like the back of the back of it. And the first question is like, do you want to have rough sex with men? And he says, no. And then the next one is, have you had rough sex with men? And he like hovers over it, and circles yes. <laughs> like prison sales, and there's a couple other like comments that were a little bit sexy. So they were definitely. What? Okay, so answer me this: Does it does that scene have any relevance to the plot, or does it like that was just them just taking a shot? Taking a shot. That was yeah. It, had, it literally. It like, hey, we should make it. Like like they were just wait. They were just waiting. Like the scene was him waiting. And being bored enough to, like, take a, a sex quiz. Take, like, a GQ quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Facebook ah. quiz. <laughs> what, kind so, of, what kind of prison rapist are you? <laughs> Find out here. Find out here, yeah, it's a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Tender lover. <laughs> Shallow rapist. Oh, good God. Um, so, Kurt Russell, Kevin Cosner, and... Um, three other Elvis lookalikes rob a casino where they're having the Elvis lookalike like international competition. Um, and so they they rob the casino, get all the money, and they're walking th- just through the middle of the casino with M16s with like drum barrels and uh, duffel bags full of cash. 
and the Vegas PD is just walking behind them and like watch, walking an aisle next to them, like watching them. And these fucking robbers, they know they're robbers, are just walking through the casino with M16s. And these the guys that put the M16s, the robbers, are like, just play it cool, let us, like, we'll know if they're following us. How wouldn't they follow you? If you're walking <laughs> through a casino with M16s and you just fucking robbed the place. I was it's so 2001. Anything goes. I I I think I think they didn't want to start cause any commotion. Like, like why, why what happened? If they were gonna follow him, like obviously they're gonna follow him. That's true. Why? That's true. That was dumb. That was dumb. <laughs> like I mean, it was the weirdest scene ever. It was fun. Um, and so there's a full blown shootout. Um, and during the shootout, like people are dying left and right. Probably 30 died in the shootout in the casino. And the go-go dancers and one of the um, Elvis lookalikes just continue doing their routine on stage. <laughs> so fucked up. Um, and then a midget Elvis gets killed, um, and they make it out and get double-crossed by Kevin Cosner. Courtney Cox's son steals the bag, and um, so Kurt takes all the money, and then like they go on the road, and like that's it. That's the first five minutes. That literally, that's probably the first ten minutes. But that's all. It's that's twenty because I, I fell asleep right world. after that. Well, I guess we're not going to find out what happens to the rest of the movie. That literally sounds like you just from Well, I can I can tell you my life. take on this. And it's have you guys ever seen uh I think it's called No Country for Old Men or whatever? Yeah. It's literally the shittier Elvis version of that movie. <laughs> the guy steals the bag of money, the guy's chasing him down and following him like murdering everyone he sees. And then gets the money, I guess, in the endish or not? I don't know. Okay. But so, uh, I would watch it. I would watch the other movie. It's much better instead of watching this one. Okay. Even though I still give it a ten out of ten. Uh, the Dirty Kurt movie, did it well. So movie, we're going like two out of ten to Kurt Russell, ten out of ten. Thus ten out of ten. Into a ten out of ten he, review. He, he, I would say, and Nate, you can you can back me up here if you agree. He had a little bit of Captain Ron in him. That's just Kurt, baby. That's just Kurt. Then maybe it is. Yeah, he had a little bit. Like he had a he had a squab with him. He had the little guy the whole time, we, we taking him under his wing. They're pickpocketing. You, gotta you know all that good stuff. Courtney Cox got a little cat, rock, Captain Ron in her too. Mm-hmm. She might have a she might have a junior <laughs> Captain Ron on the way. Oh, that's awesome. Um. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for listeners at home, I just took a spill. Just so in the downstairs, I have a chair with about four seats on it, or four wheels out of the five are on it. And so if you lean too far, you'll probably go down. And I definitely lean too far. Oh uh, my! That's on me. That's on hey, That's on me. Not feeling too good. That hurt my ass quite a bit. Hashtag fall off the chair. That's the name yeah, of the episode. Hey, yeah, give me, give me a minute. Nate, Nate, um, you know, reviews, get, wrap up that review. <laughs> Fine, I'll wrap up the review. Okay, so I'll just, if you want me to, this can go a little bit longer, definitely. I, I kind of stopped in the middle because, like, the rest of it's kind of myth. Um, so, uh, Kurt makes it away with the money. Um, and Kevin Cosner is passed out in the desert because he hit a couple coyotes. Um, so, uh, he, he wakes up, goes back to the motel where they had the money and he met Courtney Cox and, um, 
Kurt and Courtney Cox and her son are gone. They're on the road. They're heading to Washington to wash this money. You know what I'm saying? And Kevin Cosner wakes up from his, um, like, getting knocked out, goes to the motel, looks for money. He's like, oh, shit, where's the money? I have no idea where it is. So he just starts driving to Washington, obviously. But he just starts driving to Washington to meet that with the money guy, see if anybody took it to the, or stole it and would somehow know, like, that's where to go. Which is a weird thing to do because he killed every single person that was on his team. But, God, Kurt Russell was wearing a bulletproof vest, so he was still awake, like, alive. But, like, he would have no idea, like why he should I, I don't know why he went to fucking Washington it was dumb yeah cause he thought Kurt was dead yeah, he thought everybody was dead so why would somebody steal the money and know where to go, go get it washed you know mm-hmm. um, so while he's driving <laughs> while he's driving he gets guys jump my fucking ass hurts <laughs> that ball hurt sorry Nate <laughs> I just couldn't hold my breath anymore. I could see my recording was just flatlined, and I just wanted to scream. Cause my, you know when you hit your ass and it like goes into your throat, like you want to cry. Oh. I'm having that. Does it hurt? Uh, hurt more than uh, Kevin Costner's ass? Yeah, dude. It feels like Kurt Russell just took me to Flavor Town. <laughs> he drove me like the old Saratoga. Dante Oh boy. Jesus Christ. Uh, Nate, any other notable things from the review? I'm sorry I cut you off. Did you want to wrap that up? or what, what? Yes, I'm wrapping it up right now. <laughs> that was pretty much the end. So Kevin Cosby's <laughs> on his way to Washington, um, and he gets pulled over in the middle of the fucking desert. And a cop, uh, the cop steps out of his car and twirls his gun a whole bunch and just stands there and doesn't say a word. Kevin Cosner gets out of his car, takes off his duster, and unsnaps un- 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 uh, his gun and his- from his holster and stands there, flicks his cigarette, and these guys just have a fucking duel in the middle of the road for no fucking reason. Not a single word was said. Just twirled his gun a couple times, and then Kevin Cosner gets grazed by a bullet, cop gets shot in the head. Boom, bang. But, like, that was the weirdest scene. I don't, I do, that was just crazy. And they never went back to it either. No. no it just, just happened. Just, no, it had, not, it had no, <laughs> nothing to do with anything. There was a notable trailer scene where I you probably mentioned this when I was dealing with my fall but I was watching the trailer and he, Kevin Costner asked the girl in the seat next to me, he goes, you smoke? And she goes, everything but and he goes, bad habit and flicks a cigarette out the window and it lands on a, like a, a gas trail that blows up an airplane and mm-hmm. that's the trailer. <laughs> that so, yeah. that was literally <laughs> the style of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One liner <Super> random. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, he, she ended up going on the road with him. The only thing he said was, "Grab your bubble gum," and they hopped in the car and like just drove away. He, I noticed he was very trailer park esque too. He literally just grabbed a shitload of beer and pepperoni sticks. <laughs> yeah, it was just dri- it was Ricky. driving around boozing. Yeah. Two thousand one was a wild ass time to be alive. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they got smacked with 9-11 like, nine months later as a reward for it. Oh, yeah. Nobody no, was prepared too, for too that. Too soon. Yeah. No. 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 Um, so. Still going here. So. Um, yeah, that's on me. <laughs> hey, that's on me times two now. <laughs> so um, they get to Washington. The, uh, Kevin Cosner has all the money, but she, but he also has Kevin Cosner. uh, uh Fucking Courtney Cox's son as ransom, so they end up there's end, ends up being a big shootout, and um, 
Kurt Russell gets wheeled out to an ambulance because there's a whole bunch of cops there and shit. And then Courtney Cox and her son steal the ambulance and they get away um, with the money. Kevin Cosner gets got hard. And the guy from Tarzan was a cop and he wore, wore a cowboy hat. That's cool. That's Let's, cool. Let's give him one. Let's give him one. <laughs> Hey, what's your favorite quote? Um, Grab your bubble gum. Uh, filters are for pussies and old men. Here, take this one. Um, it was, it was, he ripped off the filter of a cigarette and gave it to Courtney Cox's like, eight-year-old son. Very coachable moment. Yeah, super coachable. <laughs> I love that. Um, so we covered all the Kurt Russell. What are we watching next week? Uh, let's go back to the 80s baby yeah that's what Kurt Russell was in his prime do you see how he doesn't age he finally started aging like this year but he's looking fucking good right now yeah can we gray beard mustache long hair combo can we uh, and this I know isn't planned at all but can we ask Craig what his choice of Kurt Russell movie would be Okay. Ask. I would just, I, I, yeah, fuck it. We'll tweet it out tomorrow. So if you're one of our million listeners, um, check out our Twitter tomorrow. We'll, po- we'll post what we're watching for was that, Russell. Was that million with a B? Yeah, billion. Eight billion, <laughs> like the Chinese studio. Billions billion. and billions and millions. <laughs> billions. Um, besides that, gentlemen, any final thoughts? <laughs> I think this was fucking fun as shit. I love talking to you guys. So any, any final thoughts from the table? Yes. Um, Great 80 cast. billion U.S. dollars is 509 trillion yen. Mm. 8 billion. 8 billion. Oh, 8 billion? I said 80. <laughs> so it's 50 trillion. 50 <laughs> trillion yen. Yes. Wow. I was close. Yeah, yeah you definitely you were in um, the park. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, I do well, have I a final thought. thought. <laughs> okay, nobody said anything about this, and it's... Ice T fucking comes in hot in this movie, hanging <laughs> upside down, chained to this like rafter, but it was it's moving, and he literally is just machine gun killing like thirty SWAT teams or like members, and so he's just bah, and, and spinning, spinning at the same time, and then finally they just kill him and they leave him just hanging there. You see some blood splatter, and then you never see Ice T again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he he was he had like a four minute cameo as well as um oh I looked it up the uh it was one of the guys that's on the, the ESPN from, uh, yeah ESPN uh, yeah hold on I got um yep 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 Howie Long Howie, Howie Long, Long. Yeah, yeah 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 yep yeah, yeah. I saw that he's in the trailer he got his he got his he got his <laughs> caption correct he's uh, also in there terrible performance along with Ice T terrible performance better on. I, I don't watch it, but NCIS, I'm sure he does a, a mediocre a, job there. What about his perf- What about his performance? NCIS <laughs> in- is that, like, the guy with the gray hair. Jesus. Uh, Brandon, that's all the same. Brandon, what about his performance? Was it, it fantastic. Is his last words while he was dying was, "Are you really Elvis's son?" And <laughs> <laughs> he just died. Have you guys seen Ice T's performance in Leprechaun Four in the Hood? <laughs> no. Mm, that is Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's, been, it's been the Tuesday I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. He pulls a bat from his afro. I mean, that's a wrap of season one. <laughs> that's amazing. No, next week's the wrap of season one, basically. The test mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harley, final thoughts. 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that shit had me so bad. Uh, all right. Well, well, you got no, something? I don't. I don't actually have final thoughts. All right. No, I'm excited for Dad to be on the podcast yeah, next week. Can't That's wait. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, all right. Hashtag about to flip. Hashtag pounds for piercings. Hashtag support our Patreon. Hashtag FCC won't let me be. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Tuesday catch up. Hashtag WrestleMania. Um, covered a lot of shit today. Cannot wait for Crazy Craig on the podcast next week. He's going to bring the electricity. Can't wait for you guys to hear that. We're going to have intro music. Podcast taking a big jump on episode six. Uh, with that, follow us at Tuesday underscore Ketchup. Support our Patreon for some exclusive content and some cans from the Doomsday Stash that has invaded our basement. <laughs> Gentlemen, this has been the Tuesday Ketchup. You're all caught up. One, two, three. I've no man along the way. Hoping to find some old forgotten words or ancient melody. He turned to me as if to say, Hurry, boy, it's waiting there for you.